For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure to select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. At Mac East Studios, we recognize there are more forms of media for submarines than just movies and television, which is why we're diving deeper into the world of submarine gaming. Game on. Hello and welcome to another special episode of Submersion. We've had one game episode so far and Zach and I were really itching to get another one in. So we figured it was about time, right? Oh, you know it. Oh, you know it, Kyle. <laughs> Zach's pretty fired up. I'm pretty fired up for this one. It's a uh, it's an exciting one. It's very exciting. It's- and I'm, I'm on three cups of coffee, so I'm jacked. That's great. I mean, you gotta you gotta really be highly caffeinated. So we are gonna also try to keep this one a little bit shorter for you guys. So <laughs> Zach being all hyped up might might really work here for us. Maybe, maybe. Now I will say, Kyle, before we get started, um, it's gonna be hard for me to talk with you today because um, you and I are kind of facing off, aren't we? We are. For those of us, or those of you listeners who care about what we do in our personal lives which I don't know there's many of you that do, but (laughs) Zach and I are going head-to-head right now in our fantasy football championship game. Rematch. Actually, we've been here before together. We have. Now, have you won twice? I've won once, and I finished second twice. So, okay. So but it's been I have six won... years since I've been in the playoffs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just in the playoffs, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I took a dive for a while. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I've, I was the first two time winner and then it's been, gosh, cause I sent that photo out. I want to say it was probably 20, what, 2012 or something. Easily. Easily. Uh, since, so yeah, seven years since I've won. So any either way, we're looking to break a drought, either one of us. And, and you know what? It was, I mean, we're not going to talk about fantasy too much here, but I mean, this is probably one of the few times where I feel like the two best overall point point wise teams are in the championship. I mean, you and I had the same record and our total points. I think we were only 42 points apart from one another. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It, now, granted... We have both done some uh, shady trading at the end of the season to really <laughs> get some superstar teams, uh, yeah. but we'll see how that works out for us. The playoffs are the Wild West right now, wheeling and dealing, getting trades from every other player in the league. So might yeah might be a rule change next year, but um, for this year. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Do we cut trades off like at a certain point? Probably, Maybe we should. Probably, but you know what? I'm having fun with it this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to do what we got to do. You do. Uh, it's all about that goal. Yeah. So, Zach, what game did we get to play? This week, we took a deep dive with Nintendo's own Steel Diver. For the 3DS. We did. And this is actually 
a launch title for the 3DS. It's kind of a surprising launch title. I never, you never think of a new system coming out and they're like, you know what we need? We need a submarine game in the hands of all these people. I mean, I truly can't think of any other submarine game I've ever played before this, except for like the Hunt for Red October on the NES. <laughs> well, there we go. We might have a future review coming. Uh, <laughs> right. We'll have to get that one, get that one and uh, do that. But yeah, this and this game, when we say it's a launch title, this is not some third party type game. This has some of the main people from Nintendo oh, yeah. working on this game. Yeah, this is not a joke by any means. This is full Nintendo developed game. I think it was co-developed by um kind of not pronounce is it Vite Vite Inc. I think so. Yeah. I, I'd never heard of them before, but still, I mean published by Nintendo, developed mainly with Nintendo. What are some of those big names, Kyle? Uh so one of the designers of the game some people uh, may recognize the name Shigeru Miyamoto. Never heard of him. He's done a few games that people might be familiar with. I mean, but a lot of people probably haven't heard of these games. Uh, Super Mario World. Yeah. Super Mario RPG. Not big. Super Mario 64. Star Fox 64. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Mario Kart 64. Mario Party. Just some games that people may have heard in passing yeah those are games from like the underground right no no one's playing those anymore really not mainstream mostly <laughs> indie games right very much so <laughs> yeah and uh you said also you have the director's name yeah, right and so, he's, he's a big wig yeah so the director of the game is takaya imamura and he's another major player at nintendo so kyle you mentioned a lot of those huge nintendo blockbuster games this guy, Takaya, has been involved with most of them as well, either as a art director, a supervisor, a CG designer. But according to NintendoFandom.com, Steel Diver is the first game he is listed as the sole director on. Well, that's interesting. I mean, and I don't want to spoil anything, but... You did a pretty darn good job. Oh, yes. This. Oh, yes. Um, so, great. I, I, yeah, you're right. We won't spoil it, but a lot to say about this game. A lot of good things to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you want to get right into it? I mean, um, yeah. So, let's, let, let's, well, let's real quick, a, a little bit of, there's not like a lot of trivia with this game, right? But I will say this. I found this online. The game Steel Diver was first shown to the public as a tech demo for the original Nintendo DS way back in 2004. This was back when it was just titled Submarine. And apparently it was just in development for six, seven years. And then they finally revealed it as a launch title in 2010 at Nintendo's E3 booth in 2010, showcasing it for the Nintendo 3DS. So... It was like a long time on the on the side burner, right? <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny to me because you think of E3, if those of you listeners may not know what it is, it's a giant video game conference where uh, all the video game giants, except for Sony, I want to say they pulled out. Um, they, they did. Recently. <laughs> um, Trying to play they, it safe. You know, showcase what they've got coming up. And it's just, it's funny to me that somebody's like, well, look, we've got this submarine 3DS game. We're going to showcase this here. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's let's let's just get into it. Let's just start talking about this game. Let's get it. So there's three main game modes with this. There, there's the uh, kind of the campaign mission mode. Then there is another mode called is it just Periscope or Periscope Strike? Perico- Periscope Strike. And then there's a third game mode called Steel Commander. And what we're going to do is is that we're going to talk about each of those ga- game modes going through it. And then we will what do our kind of our reviews, Kyle, and then some of our uh, uh, we break down those reviews in different categories. So, yes, yeah, because there's different factors when you're playing a game. Same if you're watching a movie, different things that you're kind of looking for that affect your overall feel of the yep. game. And I think those were we decided on a few categories. I think they're pretty important to any game, but you can you see for yourself at the end. Stick around, fans. Yeah, Ooh, we've got something in store for you. Uh, so the campaign, it's <laughs> it's got a, a premise. Let's hear it. Just What's lays it out there. The year is 19XX. A power-hungry rogue nation has invaded its neighboring countries, placing the stability of the entire world in danger. In order to preserve the peace... A secret submarine fleet chosen from the best and brightest of the world's navies has formed. They are known as the Steel Divers. Dun, dun, dun. And that's, I don't know why they chose 19XX. It reminds me of like, you know, like some games do this all the time. Mega Man games were notorious for doing this. Oh, really? Okay. All the time, they would be like 19X or 20XX, just so you know it's in the future. But this game isn't in the future, right? This would have been <laughs> in, the, in the past. So, so you could just put whatever. The year's 1996. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, we'll deal with it. It's not like the year has literally anything to do with anything in the game. So No. No, not at all. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so from there... Uh, we have eight separate missions. One of them is a training mission. Uh, so that's just titled training, and it goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Boom. And when you're playing this game, we have you have three different subs to choose from, which is kind of fun. It kind of, I guess, changes difficulty a little bit based on what you're using. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you know you get like the small, fast sub, the medium sized all-around sub and then the longer uh i don't know <laughs> the mega the mega the juggernaut. sub but it's hard to navigate yeah. right so you know just just to mix things up a little bit as a lot of games yeah. kind of do so first one is the nd01 manatee captain by luke fisher it's 19 meters long they give you all these stats in the game <laughs> it's 19 meters long has a beam of 2.7 meters engine generating 1,800 horsepower, has a crew of 11. It is small and maneuverable. It's probably like the most maneuverable. If you're doing time trials, this is the one to do. Uh, It can shoot missiles vertically and horizontally. However, its main limitation here is that you can't really adjust your angle when you're in the water. Uh, Then next you have the ND-03 Blue Shark. Shoot, I don't have the captain's name on this. Ben, Zach, do you have the? It's Ben, I think Triton or Triton. Okay, yeah. uh, it has a length of twenty-eight meters, beam of three point four meters, engine of two thousand nine hundred horsepower, holds a crew of twenty-four, and this 
the claim to fame, I guess, for this submarine is that it's the balanced all-around sub. So you can adjust the angle, and it has two torpedoes you can shoot out. Uh, with the first one, you can only shoot one forward until it reloads. And I don't, I don't know about you, but well, we'll talk about the next one or whatever in a second. Uh, ND05 Serpent is the last one. Who's the captain of this? Dante Cruz. Great name. Great name. Sounds like a total tough guy. Uh, it's got a length of 38 meters, beam 4.9 meters, engine generates 4,000 horsepower, crew of 40. This is the largest, slowest sub. It can adjust its angle and lets loose, I mean, four torpedoes, all forward oh, yeah. facing. Uh, out of your subs, which was your favorite here? So... Real quick, I love that Nintendo took the time to include all that those that specific information <laughs> because yeah. I feel like ninety five percent of the people playing the game are like whatever, like they were there's that wouldn't make any sense to them, but right, that's it, just good, right? It's like those minor details that it's it's you know someone did their research on it, so <laughs> it's unnecessary, but it is appreciated. Yeah, yeah, it's a great way of saying it. So back when I was first starting this game. I remember thinking like, oh, you know, the small, fast maneuverability one, the manatee is probably going to be my favorite. Well, I quickly realized within just a few of the levels, I was like, no, the manatee, I dreaded using the manatee in every level. And I was, I had much more enjoyment and I felt more, I guess, I felt better when I was using the blue shark and some of the levels, the serpent. But I found myself probably... with the more enemies that start to appear in the later levels that we'll talk about, talk mm-hmm. about, I enjoyed the serpent more just because of those four missiles. Those ended up being real clutch. <laughs> well, torpedoes, my torpedoes, friend. Torpedoes, I'm sorry. You're fine. Uh, I agree. I thought at first Manatee was going to be the one, but then I quickly fell in love with the serpent when you could just let loose so many torpedoes. Yeah. And the blue shark was just kind of middle of the road for me. It's... Once you use the serpent, you're like, okay, I really wish I could just let loose four right now. Uh, there were a few times where I guess the manatee was useful with the vertical launch, but other than that, the serpent be- quickly became my favorite. There you go. All right, let's get into these levels now, now we, that we know all about these subs. Do we want to kind of go back and forth starting le- on levels? If you want, eh, you go, you go. You're the one with all the information on these levels. So you go for it. So we're, we, we start the campaign. Like Kyle said, we had the training. We're not going to cover that at all. It's very, just like what you'd expect. You're just getting to know the controls, but we open up level one, mission one, frontline base. So the story with this level is, is that uh, aerial recon has located an enemy base. Capturing it will give us a foothold in the area. Your mission is to find a way into the base so we can deploy our troops. So this level, you open up in the water. The goal is to take the enemy base. It's pretty standard. Um, you can tell, like, you know, they just want you to get used to the controls. They, they don't throw a lot of difficulty or difficult enemies or scenarios at you. Um, it's pretty short. And you kind of just work your way through. But you do have your first submarine battle. And your first like oh, battle yeah. cruiser battle, <laughs> you do. And uh, but I mean like these aren't like stop what you're doing battles. You can kind of maneuver around them and oh yeah, 
blaze through this level pretty quickly. But I did find myself, I mean, I genuinely, with the game, I, I tried to always fight the submarines. I mean, I really enjoyed navigating oh, yeah. and like going up and down. Because that's the thing, like with this game, and it's going to be hard to kind of like talk about it unless you watch a video for it, but you're using the stylus for everything you do on the 3DS. Like you're not using the, the number pad. You're not using A, B, X, Y. I mean, you're tapping the screen and I guess we could have talked about this, Kyle, but like you're using the stylus and you're dragging it to um, go forward or backward and to increase your speed and up and down. So, yeah, you it's ha- got it's got two sliders, one vertical, one horizontal. Yeah. And then you have buttons there that will let you let torpedoes fly. Yep. And then it also has a what, what would you call it? It's like a it's like a cloaking mechanism or whatever. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. Like a jammer, like a jammer. Yeah, and whenever you use that, it uses up air, and if you use up all... I never used up all my air, I guess. I never did either. Shoot. Um, Don't know what happens then. But if you you have to go back up to the surface to replenish your air. Same thing with healing. Like, if you take damage, uh, you have to go to the surface and just sit there, really, and your sub heals itself, so... Yes, yep. So, yeah, um... And that's kind of like the level, right? Like, so you fight a battle cruiser, you fight another sub. At the end, there's a big wall that you just have to launch torpedoes at, and boom, you know, you break through it and you get to the base, and that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. They give you 10 minutes to complete this level. Yeah. You, a, you do have a limit on every level, you got to do it within a certain amount of time. What was your time on this level? So, my best time, because, you know, the, the point is in the campaign in this game is that you have is what five levels five missions unlocked and then you need to beat each mission with each sub in order to unlock the last two missions in the game so i played through uh with all three subs um my favorite sub in this one i think was just the manatee i mean again this is just a very simple level and by the time you're doing it with the serpent at least that's the order i went in um i mean it's just like yeah it's a no-brainer so my best time was 224 kyle Ooh, I came in at 223.79. No way. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Just under. Ah, you beat me, dude. Good job. Oh, barely, though. I mean. (laughs) Milliseconds, man. I can't believe it. I know. Uh, What was was the best part of the level for you? Uh, Best part of the level for me on this one? I just loved when I got to the end and I just skyrocketed and just to see my sub just shoot right out of the surface. <laughs> that so was, was one like, of the wow. That was one that of the launch parts angle of the game. was insane. Yeah, you could just launch the sub all the way up. It's so cool. Yeah, my favorite part of the level, I think, would have to be the the first sub battle. Right? I mean, I, I didn't know if it was going to happen on the first level, but when I saw that yeah. enemy sub, I'm like, oh shit, man! Here we go. We're doing it. Sub on sub action. Love it. Dude, you got to get sub on sub action. It's the only way to go. It's the only way to go. So <laughs> there it is. That's that. That's mission one. So mission one. On to mission two. Mission two. You want to start it? We start in the water. <gasps> As you said with the first. <laughs> it's like, of course we do. Uh, <laughs> and we're in the jungle this time. Jungle canal. Yes. Take it away. So the game describes this this one as your mission is to find a way through this jungle canal. It sounds simple enough, but our enemies are attempting the same thing. So be on your guard. 
Good luck. Oh, yeah. So right there, it kind of gives you a hint that we're going to be in for some more sub battles. Yeah. Get ready for it. Yep. And, you know, this level stepped it up, right? As you would expect the second level to do. But um, I, I, you know what, Kyle? I'll just say it right off the bat. This might have been my favorite level in the whole game. Oh, really? And, and I say that not because it's like the most difficult or challenging, but I found it the most, uh, like, I thought the jungle scenery was the most pleasant to be looking at. Like, I really liked the underwater vines. I loved seeing all the trees and the tropical atmosphere and um, in the jungle atmosphere. And when we get to the, my favorite part of the level, I'll explain it. But um, there was the one part right in the middle of it that was just really, really cool. Is that your favorite part right in the middle of it? Well, I'll tell you what that part is. Oh, later. tell me what that part is. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but we start in the water and there's what, what, what's the new one? I think we get mines, right? Is that the new? Oh, yeah. We got to, you got to start dodging some mines. Yep. We get mines. Um, and now, did you pick up on this? There, in these levels that there's these rocks and if you hit them with a torpedo, they explode and they create like a, uh, like a speed current. Did you notice this? I did not notice that in level two. Uh, I think it's in level one and in level two. Well, most of the levels, like if you shoot a rock, it opens up like this speed current that if you put your sub into it, it launches you in that direction. Um, yeah. Sometimes helping you, sometimes <laughs> launching you into something terrible. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, and that's something we should note too. Uh, if you do get, take damage, you you can spring a leak in your submarine and you have to hold the stylus on it to put it out. Yeah. Now that. Yeah, that gets crazy as these levels get more difficult because I don't know about you, but there's times like when I put my speed all the way up or I, oh, and, yeah. I and I put my surface all the way up yep. and then I yeah. get hit. And like, and again, this is all on the 3DS. So your screen starts flashing red. There's water pouring into the sub on the screen. You use the stylus to, to stop the leak, but your sub still keeps moving. So <laughs> you could be get launched into a wall, hit the wall. Like it gets nuts. And then you spring another leak. Yeah. yeah. And it, <laughs> because whenever you're taking damage like that, it locks your controls yeah. with what you had said. It can become quite hazardous in tight situations. Oh, yeah. We'll get to those missions. But I definitely went from not dying to dying a lot. <laughs> in some oh, of yeah. these. Good Lord. Um, but what else is going on in this level? Like you kind of, so you navigate through the jungle, um, you're, you're dodging mines, you're fighting. I think now this level is unique because there's a fork in the road. Do you remember that? And you can go up yeah. or you can go down. And if you go down, you have a sub battle, but if you go up, you don't. Now I want to say I went up cause isn't up more of a straight shot every time on this level. It is. I went up twice with two of the subs, blue shark and serpent. And the first time with yeah. the manatee, I went down low and fought the sub. Okay. All right. So what was your favorite part about this level? So there's a middle part where I think you bust one of those rocks and it creates a current and you're going up like a cave, like a, like a channel. So you're going vertical and you launch up in this like paradise with waterfalls and a rainbow in the background. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was, <laughs> I don't remember it like that, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> Describing it. I don't know. Maybe I was just emotional playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> 
this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I specifically remember stopping thinking like, damn, I wish I could take a screenshot right now. Like, this is really beautiful. (laughs) It's waterfalls on the left and the right and the rainbow. And then the sub is launching through midair, you know, like a whale (laughs) out of water. It was awesome. (laughs) I did it all three times to beat the level. (laughs) That's great. So that was Goodness. that's what I thought was the best part. Just that scenic view. I loved it. Yeah, that's great. So this this is another level. It gives you a 10 minute time limit. Oh, yeah. Uh, so when I finished this level, my best time was three minutes, Ooh. 47 seconds, 40, what are we, hundredths of a second? You you smoked me on this one, Kyle. My best time really? was five minutes. What? Yeah, dude. Five minutes. Oh, come on, Zach. You got this. I know. You, you You know what? If I went back and played it now, maybe I could beat it. But Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I didn't recognize that scenery because I was it's just, <laughs> just like, speeding through it. I wasn't stopping to enjoy the little thing. That's true. I would sit there for like 10 seconds and just look at it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So five Goodness. minutes is my best time. All right, man. And then on to mission three. Yeah. Mission three, Undersea Cave. Reports indicate that hostile subs have infiltrated this undersea cave. They'll cut our supply lines if we don't put a stop to them. Make your way through the cave and find the other entrance. Kyle, how do we start this level? As most of the levels start, we start in the water. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So... I'll preface this level with saying if level one, let's say, let's say there's a five, let's say it's a, like a difficulty is on a scale of five. If level yeah. one was a one and I would, I would give level two as a two, right? A little bit mm-hmm. more, but not much. This level, this level spikes. Like this is the first level that I almost died in. When I did this level yeah. the first time with the manatee, I had a sliver of he- like the smallest amount of health left when I beat this level. Yeah. I mean, there is a very steep curve. And, but like you said, with that first level, you're just playing like, wait, what? This is so easy. And then, you know, up with two and then you're like, okay, now we're really in the game. (laughs) Level three. And that, that, you know, there's a reason for that because, you know, the first level is the intro. Second level is jungle. This level is undersea cave, but there's some, there's a mystery about this undersea cave. And what, what happens to us, Kyle? In this cave. There's also an underwater volcano. Vol freaking Kano. And you get like giant volcanic rocks shot at you. In one part where you just have to book it across the screen. (laughs) Yeah. You got to put that speed up to max and uh, you can't let up at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, it. like I said, I was not expecting this at all. And you get down there and it's not like there's any subs shooting at you or stuff, but there's just falling rocks everywhere. And I'm going in that little manatee and I'm getting hit. And I was like, I'm going to die. I'm like, I'm going to die on level three. (laughs) 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 Which up to this point, you're like, oh, you know, it's all been, you know, fairly easy to get through. You're like, I shouldn't, (laughs) I shouldn't even come close to dying. Exactly. You know, last level I was sitting there viewing a rainbow. Now I'm dodging rocks from an undersea volcano, almost dying. (laughs) Like, like, holy crap, man. (laughs) It was exciting though. I mean, it was a good, it was a good change and it was a good challenge. So it was, I I like this level a lot. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, um, it's definitely fun. What was your favorite sub with this level? Because I, you know, you can definitely start as we get with these more intricate levels. The subs are, you know, different for each level. So, what was your favorite sub for this one? Do you know? Oh man, it probably would have been. I think the manatee, just due to the maneuverability when yeah. you're dodging all those rocks with the serpent, you know, you're a much larger sub. And you don't necessarily need the firepower when you're dodging the rocks at all because it doesn't matter. Uh, but also, if I'm not mistaken, right when you get to the end of this level, isn't you get right through the volcanic eruption? You got to shoot this gap. Isn't there a sub just waiting for you? Is that the level? Is that was um may honestly I can't remember if there's a sub waiting for you right at the end or not. Yeah, I can't remember either. But shoot, all right. Yeah, but I think the maneuverability was key in this level. How about you? I, like I said, I almost died with the manatee the first time. And if I would have done the level again with the manatee, I might have had a better time. Um, but I ended up liking the blue shark the best. Because like, just like what you said, the serpent was too long for this one. I mean, that, that was crazy at the yeah. end. But with the blue shark, I just, I think I got my best time with it. With the blue shark, not the oh, serpent really? or manatee. Okay. Yep. Speaking of times, what was your best time, Kyle? Uh, this, with a 10-minute time limit, I came in at 5 minutes, 12 seconds, <sighs> 5 hundredths. You got me you? again. Are you serious? Come Six, on. 6.25 was my best time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I was born to play this game. <laughs> you're just the, you're just the speedrunner that this game needs. I wonder what the speedrunning scene is <laughs> for Steel Diver. I would be very curious to watch one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet they're amazing. Uh, well, Kyle, you do have experience as a speedrunner, right? A game called I Hook? do. I want to say I'm currently, yeah. What am I? I think I was 19th in the world for Hook on Super Nintendo. <laughs> awesome. Um, confirmed time. Because <laughs> that's stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we played that. Oh, the first time I ever played that was with you and... Couldn't even get past like the first third of the first level. Yeah. Like, what and then you ended up heck? becoming a master at it. Well, because it was just one of those things that made me so mad. I was like, how <laughs> is this game beating me so bad? Like, I need to figure this out. So then I went and I beat that game yeah, you quite did. a bit. So I haven't was, played it in uh, maybe like a year. I should probably pick it back up. <laughs> I never did beat it. I, I just couldn't stand it. I got so pissed off. I was like, all right, I'm done with <laughs> couldn't it. Stand <laughs> I just it. I just watched you do it. And I was like, all right, I'm yeah. satisfied. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what yeah, was, I can't Sorry, well, what were you saying? I was gonna say, what was your favorite part of Undersea Cave level three? It's gotta be the volcano. Yep. I mean, Same. that thing just yeah, going off like crazy. Did not expect uh, it. No, not at all. And it looked really good. Like graphically, oh, I yeah. think it looked really good in the background. Absolutely. Oh, Kyle, did you play this game with 3D on or not? So I do not have the 3DS. I have the new 2DS XL, so I don't oh. even have that capability. Nice. Well, I will tell you, I played about half the game on 3D, and I generally don't use the 3D feature on my 3DS that much. You know, I mean, it, it is kind mm -hmm. of neat, but it's more gimmicky to me than anything. But the game yeah. did a good job with it. I mean, it, you know, it's it looks cool, but I I don't know. I don't need it. I don't think games need it. So yeah, and I think that's the reason why they started pushing out these, uh, you know, two DS ones. Yeah, yeah. 
because I mean, like for me, I like you said, it's kind of something that's not really necessary, and I think it looks pretty darn good without it. But maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, but I'll never know. Level, Anyways, level four, another undersea cave, and. <laughs> We're going to run into our first, what I would consider, boss battle. Absolutely our first boss battle. Something that, like the volcano, caught me off guard. I was not expecting a boss battle. <laughs> no, like, not at <laughs> all. Not not this type of boss battle. No. I had no idea this was coming. So this, this level four, mission four, is called The Depths. Uh, the story is, our deep sea research vessel was attacked by an unidentified sea creature. So I guess it tells you right there. <laughs> this, yeah. This sea lane is important to us. So you've got to stop whatever it was that attacked our ship. Time limit of 15 minutes. Yeah. And you want to, when you look at some of these time limits, you're like, am I going to be pushing these time limits or not? You know, because when we get to the level, it wasn't this one, Kyle, but there was one mission where I did fail the time limit. I imagine it's the one that I'm looking <laughs> at too on mine. Uh, that I think I also failed at first. <laughs> so the depths opens up in, wait for it, the water. And no way. Something I liked about this level that I put right at the top of my notes was it introduced kind of like a puzzle format. Would you would you agree that it was kind of like a puzzle? Yeah, you had to shoot these. What would you say? I don't. Pillars? You had to shoot down blocks that would yeah pillars that would drop giant stones down, and. I did like that. I thought that was pretty cool. It was because it was kind of like you're in like an underwater, uh, like, like ruins, right? Like temple ruins. Right. And you get to these parts where, um, sorry, my, <laughs> went on screensaver for a second. Um, so you get in these parts where like the pillars are at and they have like these statue heads. I think they're heads. So when you yeah. shot the pillars, the head would roll down something and then bust the floor out. Cause this was a very, uh, vertical level, right? Like you weren't going yes, it was. horizontally. You were waking your way down. So, which was neat. And right? even like That's backwards it. sometimes because it forces you, the other ones you can kind of just, all right, set speed to max and let's, you know, we'll deal with bumping off the walls or whatever and adjust our height. <laughs> but this one, you can't, you can't do that. Did that happen to, a lot, to you a lot, Kyle, bumping off the walls? Uh, when I was trying to really push it, yeah. Yeah. So, and, but see, that's what made it cool, right? Like, so you do three levels of just horizontal. Now it's like, all right, no, now vertical. We're changing the game up a little bit. So it was a good, yeah. it was a good time to change it up. Um, but I don't think there's a lot to say here, right? I mean, you just make your way down, kind of going in reverse, forward, you know, maneuvering the shape, uh, the angle of the sub. But the exciting part's the end. It is. And how would you describe this? thing so i was playing this like i didn't read that description so i didn't realize i wasn't not anticipating a underwater sea creature so when i get to the bottom of the level like i look at the map and it shows you where the end of the map is right like it has like a little yellow glowing ball thing and yeah. i was like well i'm at the end and then i noticed on the map that sometimes they give you like these air pockets where you can go heal and i'm right. like i wonder why this level has a heal pocket at the end of it i'm like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> And I just skip it. I'm like, screw it. And then I see these broken subs at the bottom of the level. Like they, it shows like you them in the background. Maybe I should have healed. I know. And then I immediately thought, I'm like, oh crap, this is every, these are all signs pointing towards a boss fight. 
And then it's a boss fight. And it's like a giant, <laughs> like, what is it? Like a blue crustacean? Flo- like, right? Kind of like a, <laughs> it kind of looks like a, like it's not a clam. It, it looks like a cuttlefish kind yeah. of, but like with a shell on it. Like a hermit crab of some kind, like <laughs> just in the middle yeah. of the map. Yeah. Big, big one. It took me down first time I played because I was no like, you, I was not expecting it. This was your first death? Yeah, I want to say, yeah, this is my first death. There it is. I did not die fighting this guy. No? I did not. I'm proud of you. I will tell you, the first time I did it with with the manatee, it was mm-hmm. by far the hardest. And yeah, that's, for sure. It, it took the most time because I could not get the right angle because you could only... So this thing probably is like 90% shell and 10% uh, tentacles. And that was the weak point. Yeah. And yeah, you got to hit it there. Yeah, you would have to hit it there and it would keep going left and right on the map and you had kind of to chase it and line up your shots. And the vertical missile was just not working for me. So I was able to beat it, but I definitely increased my time with the serpent. The serpent by far with the four missile, uh, t- the four torpedoes kicked yeah. ass. Oh, for sure. Uh, so you have a 15 minute time limit on this. Yep. What is your best time then? So my best time was with the serpent, 4.53. Whoa. Now you have just absolutely crushed me <laughs> by nearly two minutes. Oh. Mine was six minutes, 44 seconds. Hey, gotcha, Kyle. <laughs> wow. You're making up time pretty quick here. <laughs> I tell you what, the first time with the, with the manatee, I think I was pushing 10 minutes, if not 11 minutes. Oh, really? But, yeah. But then with the serpent, I was like, I just knew exactly what to do. So I was just like, bam, done, dead. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Well, it's, you're just like, all right, click all four of those. Send them out. Right. Yeah. Favorite part? And then now. Favorite part? I mean, it's the boss battle yep. for me. I agree. That's all that. I mean, that's the only really memorable thing of that level. Right. It's fighting a giant cuttlefish <laughs> hermit crab creature. Exactly. Uh, and then on to mission five, where now... We get to fight an enemy flagship. This was the last mission before the two unlockable missions. Mission five is called Preemptive Strike. Enemy forces are preparing to launch an attack. An advanced enemy battleship is leading the hostile fleet. Your mission, find the enemy's flagship and send her to the bottom. Time limit of 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, right there, description tells us we're going to get another boss fight. Which is perfectly okay with me. Yeah. Yep. This was, and this was, so I hadn't died up until this point. This was my first death. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, I imagine I died too because you get a bunch of depth charges and all that type of stuff. And Yeah. Is this the one? Um, oh, I can't even really, I'm kind of drawing a blank, Kyle. Do you have more about this level besides the fight? It's really just a boss fight that, I mean, was tough at the end. But, I mean, along the way, you know, you're fighting subs the whole time. And I want to say there's a fork in this level, too. Is this go up or down? Is this the boss fight where it's 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 like that battleship on top of the water? And it's is this one that when it's opening and closing a chamber on it? Now, I'm trying to remember if it's this one or if it's the final boss fight. 
this is the one. Okay, no, no, no. The final boss fight is a submarine. So this is this is definitely the one right. when the chamber opens and it's, yeah, its belly opens yeah. up, kind of its underbelly, and it's launching missiles down at you, and it's also yes. launching missiles in the sky. That's what this one's hard because if you go and ever yeah. try to heal yourself, airplanes are shooting at you, right? Or something. Yes. Yeah. 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 And this one because you have to get underneath it and shoot up in this tiny opening. This is where the manatee shines, <laughs> and this is where it's. Much more difficult for all the other ones <laughs> because you can kind of like sit on the bottom and angle yourself up and like shoot and shoot and shoot. But sometimes the torpedoes will explode before they get to it. And you're like, ah, yeah. And yeah, you're just, it's depth charging you. Planes are dropping stuff. It's, they do not make it easy for you on this one. Yeah. Like if mission four boss fight was like, okay, straightforward. This one was intense. I died Kyle so many times. Because oh, of really? because of one reason, and I'll explain that. When that ship is opening up, it's like oh, is opening up that chamber. I thought yeah. that was the only part you could hit to give it damage. Where else can you hit? You can so on the left and the right side of the ship, there's like those little turrets. Oh and yeah. On the back of the ship, it's there's the propeller. You can hit okay. those and do damage to it. No way. Way because. I, I I I died with the manatee. Probably, I mean, I'm not even joking. Probably like five or six times. You said that was where it shined. It was not where it shined for me. <laughs> I got my ass kicked with the manatee. It wasn't until oh, I got man. the serpent going that I kicked its ass with the yeah. four missiles because I found out at that point. Oh, I can shoot pretty much anywhere on this ship and give it damage. So I just continually continually launched torpedoes at it. But if you shoot that gate that is when it's closed, it takes no damage. Exactly. That's why you can shoot the um the turrets and the propeller. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Well, then your time's probably going to be way better than mine because I didn't know you could do that. Let's find out. What was, what was your time, Kyle? All right. So 15-minute time limit. I came in at 7 minutes, 24 seconds, and 7,500. So, you know, that's about a C plus. Doesn't beat my 619. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's good. That is good. Oh, Goodness. and I wrote down one tidbit. And maybe yeah. this says a lot about me. Maybe I just like scenery. <laughs> but I thought one of the best parts of this level was the weather effects. Because you're in a thunderstorm, if you remember, oh, Kyle. Yeah. And the clouds oh, yeah. on this level, I know it sounds kind of stupid and minimal, but the clouds were so on point with their visuals and the lightning it was awesome. It was so cool, I thought. <laughs> well, I mean, they're paying attention to the details with this game. They which is, did. I mean, it's great. It's cool. It's a, it's a good thing to do. Very impressed. I mean, at this point, I mean, even though I was almost getting kind of pissed off, I was dying so much. I, yeah. I was, I, this is very impressed. Very impressed with this game. <laughs> oh, yeah. On to mission six. The I mean, we're almost unlockable. done with all these missions, so. Yeah. Six and seven, and we're done. So mission six is called the Arctic Circle. Our polar base has reported hostile destroyers in its vicinity. Enemy airships are patrolling for surface ships. So we haven't been able to get supplies to the base. Now it's your turn to try. Time limit of 15 minutes. And this one, they introduce a lot of... Well, far, sorry. First off, we start in the water. And uh, they introduce a lot of what I would moving elements like giant ice shelves floating up and down and you have to navigate quickly and adjust your depth 
to get through them. And that presented its own challenges. And I, and I tell you, Kyle, that aspect of this level is the only reason why I kind of enjoyed this level. Right. Cause there's really nothing else going on. Exactly. That was my, I was like, this is my first unlockable level. So I was expecting something intense and right. it was just a longer level of all the same stuff we've already been doing. So at least they had yeah. that one twist where there's the icebergs and stuff going up and down. So like you were kind of discussing, it, it was kind of difficult to navigate underneath them, but then you also had to shoot them, right? Wasn't there like one big one you had to shoot yeah. the, the torpedoes to move it yep. out of the way? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really it with this level. There's not even a boss battle. You just get to the end. Well, it's, it's kind of, did sorry, you, what? I was going to say, I did die once in this level. Do you not did remember you? what happens at the end? No, what happens? So, dude, I so I'm going through this level, and I really was the oh. first. Oh, yeah, dude. If you remember, I I was just going. I, you know, I put speed up to ten. I'm flying. I'm like, I want to get done with this level. I'm like, I got to beat it two more times with two other subs. I'm just not. I'm not feeling this level. This was like more grindy to me. And then I, yeah. you get down to this underwater ice cave, and you see two subs. And I'm like, I'm just gonna yep. go right between them, and I'm gonna skip these subs. And just get to the next sub. But if you go between these subs, there's a giant ass white whale. And if you touch it, you die. No matter how much I health did the you have. same thing. <laughs> I was just going to shoot the gap too. <laughs> I was like, what? That <laughs> killed me? Because I thought maybe it was something in the background. Not like, <laughs> not in line with me. So it killed you too? Oh yeah. I got killed by that. <laughs> yeah, dude. It. It caught me off guard so much, which shows, you know what? Maybe they, maybe they knew that they had that trick up their sleeve. I don't know, but I think they did. <laughs> they're like somebody they're like this level is going to be boring. We're going to throw this big whale in there and, and, <laughs> and take you, them down. And you got to know next time I play the level, I was trying to kill that thing with torpedoes and you cannot kill it. So I know. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. You got that, and then you basically have to shoot straight up, too, and you're already kind of damaged because yeah. you're not going to fight those subs. You're just going to go around. <laughs> yeah, I ended up just so navigating. the walls. I, I got through that with a very small amount of health. <laughs> yeah, I was navigating on the on the top side of the level at that point, just kind of inching my way towards the end, avoiding the whale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. But my, what I think the best part of the level was, wasn't even the whale, even though that was pretty good to toss in at the end, um, was the, was, was shooting the the icebergs, right? I mean, that was the only thing that yeah. kind of, in my opinion, saved the level. So. Yep. And time limit of 15 minutes. My best time was six minutes, 31 oh, seconds. You slammed me, dude. My best time was 801. Really? Yeah. So you yeah. spent like eight minutes to just get killed by a whale? <laughs> dude, it's tough. <laughs> crazy yeah and then we move on to the last and longest mission this is i mean read the premise you've got that pulled up mission seven enemy stronghold if the submarine being built in this base is completed it will place the entire world in danger you must find the subs construction site and destroy it before it launches good luck time limit of 20 minutes and instantly when you see 20 minutes you're like 
whatever. <laughs> Nothing's taking me even close to that. There's no way that this is going to be an issue for me. Oh, this was an issue for me. <laughs> it was an issue for me. Too. I was I was texting you yesterday about it. This was an issue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! It's this level. They just took everything and they're like, throw everything we've got at them. Stop them on mission seven. Yeah. And I, I will tell you, mission five, that boss fight, I still died the most on. And I'll tell you this, to my own surprise, I tried this level the first time with the serpent and I yeah. managed to pull it off and beat it on my first try. I mean, that's that's the one I used to because when I saw what we were doing, I thought, well, I need to bring out the serpent. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, in this, you've also, you've got a lot of maneuvering you got to do. You have a whole bunch of submarines you're fighting on the way there. Mines are everywhere. You've shooting tiny gaps. You've got surface ships fighting you. And that is like for 10 minutes straight. And then, <laughs> and then you get to the boss. Yeah, I mean, a heavy part of this level was once you get into the underwater base, I mean, you had to slow it. At least I had to. You had to slow down and oh, yeah. angle your subs certain ways to get through these little tight gaps. Oh, they were very, yeah. I mean, this reminded me of, uh, you know, like that helicopter game where you push a button and it'll go up. And if you let off, it'll go down and you'll have to get oh, through some like tight yeah. corridors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was, I was reminded of that. It's like, oh my gosh, we're really getting into some tight situations here. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. It was like that. So, but then you get to the boss fight and it's, you know what, this, what would you say that it met your expectations as a final boss of the game? Uh, I would have, uh, I mean, that other one was very tough. <laughs> the surface ship. Yeah. The other one but was this, tougher. Uh, this one, I mean, yeah, it it was a good boss. I think there could have been more to make it even harder because this, you had more opportunity to go to the surface and heal yourself. Very true. Very true. With the other one, you didn't at all. Now it I, was like, oh man, I got to like hide. Yeah. I will say that I was, in terms of detail, I mean, I love that the ending was just you against a submarine. Like that's yep. how it had to have been. And they made the sub look really cool because the gimmick with this boss fight is that the sub had all this armor on it and you had to shoot the armor off of it. And then it kind of like showed its weak spots and then you had to hit its weak spots. But I tell you what, the attention here to me was like that kind of brought the game together, which yeah. is kind of like a Nintendo thing to do was how your two other subs showed up to help you. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, they were hanging out there in the background. I thought that was so cool, <laughs> just showing them show up with you. I'm like, now that's awesome. So it's all three of you fighting this final world-destroying submarine. And you do it, and you defeat it. And it's... I, I thought it was a fitting end, I really like. For what the game is, I thought it was a fitting end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was It was fun. It was a fun boss fight. Yeah, yeah. My, be my favorite part was um, the boss fight with seeing your two friends show up. Mm-hmm. Time limit, 20 minutes. What was yours? I want to say the first time I failed it oh. <laughs> due to the time limit. Uh, but then my best time was 16 minutes, 32 seconds. Dude, I got you. 14, you got 41. No way. Crushed <laughs> yeah. it. 
Dang. And that's it. That is the um, missions. That's the campaign of Steel Diver. Okay, so that's the campaign, and in the missions area, you've got another section, time trials, and there's eight time trial levels here, all with pretty short limits. I mean, none of them. We have one that is two minutes long, and all the other ones are much shorter. Uh, so these are just kind of quick things to knock out of the way. Nothing, nothing too crazy in the time trials. And then another thing that we didn't even really mention, I guess, when it comes to campaign levels is that at the end of every campaign level, you do what is called a periscope strike game mode where surface ships and submarines will be around and you have to shoot at them and you use your gyroscope on your 3DS to pan around and call your shots. Yeah, and I guess that's something we kind of really, we didn't talk about that. And the point of doing this at the end of each campaign level was you could unlock decals and you would use these decals on your submarine, right? And each decal in the game would have like a different kind of um, power up or bonus or like, for example, having the, like it cuts it in half the amount of damage uh, um, the walls might do to you, right? Or yeah, or you could raise and lower in the water column faster. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Now, I one of them that really... I really wanted was just uh, it said gives your torpedoes more bubbles, and I was like, "What's the point of that?" <laughs> but I really wanted to get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't really care about the decals at all. I mean, I didn't find myself trying no. to unlock any specific ones. So, yeah, like I said, the only one I cared about were the bubbles. Uh, <laughs> But they actually made, there's three, you know, selections when you get on the game. You got missions, which we went over in great detail. Uh, Then you have Periscope Strike, which is just an extension of that end of campaign mini game. But it's, and I mean, nothing special. Yeah, it's just you take on enemy ships, you take them on in a storm, or you take on enemy subs. Yeah. Like, and I mean, to what point? I mean, you don't, you can't unlock decals or anything here. It's just really to do this and practice, I guess. Maybe for the third game mode, Steel Commander. Not a whole lot of point in Periscope Strike no. other than practice. If, I mean, to make it its own game mode was kind of, I mean, you know, to make it one of the three selections is kind of odd. Yeah, if you could have gotten decals from this, then I would have been like, yeah, that that now it's worthwhile. But... On right. its own. I mean, I did all three. I don't know if you did, Kyle, and you had your times or not, but I, I did all three once, and that's it. Yeah, I I did them all. I didn't put my times down, but you did, I guess. Yeah, I mean, each one had a ten minute time limit, which seemed ridiculous because <laughs> you only that had is like highly unnecessary seven things to kill. I mean, the first one I did in a minute fifteen, the second one I did in a minute twenty eight, and the third one I did in a minute forty three, and that was it. So yeah. So really short. There. Uh, and then and then you move on to the third game mode, Steel Commander. And this is a turn-based strategy game. And really fun. You get to command a fleet. You have a number of surface ships, a supply ship, and a submarine. And basically, there's two halves of the map. You've got your half of the map, and then there's an enemy half. 
And the only thing that can cross the barrier are the submarines. You cannot send a surface ship on over to the other side. And you are trying to sink their supply ship, and they are trying to sink yours, or you are trying to sink their submarine, and they're trying to sink yours. If you sink their supply ship or submarine, you win. Same if they do it to you. And you can send your sub out and you can attack their other surface ships. They're more like a defense type thing. And to when you're attacking them, you're basically using that periscope strike game mode to shoot torpedoes at them. And when they do it to you, there's nothing you can do other than sit there and watch torpedoes come at you. And I wish there was a way that you could kind of like launch anything at them to, you know, knock them around, knock their aim off, because they're doing it to you, but you can't direct where those things are going. Or if they attack you, because they can attack your submarine with these surface ships, they will select a depth to depth charge you at, and there's like 50 meters, 100 meters, 150 meters, and you just get a notification. You're being depth charged, and you have to select where you want to hang out. And if they connect with you, You'll take damage. You can get depth charge. I want to say it's three times, and then your sub will blow up, and they win. Uh, but if they choose the wrong depth, you take no damage at all. And as you progress through the levels, there's different maps and islands and things that will block ways that you can move. And when you ever you move, I also should have noted this, you only move one unit at a time. So if I want to move my sub... I I can move it, and that's my turn. If I want to activate sonar and try to ping and see what's where, I can do that. And when you ping, you do not know what you're pinging. You just see that, okay, there's something over there. I don't know if that's a sub, a surface ship, or the supply ship. And when you do that, the enemy knows where you are at now. So it's got a bunch of different elements to it and games can only last a hundred turns and there are nine nine different levels for that so i'm glad you played it a lot kyle because this one i did not put a lot of time in i couldn't get into it but i'll be honest i didn't really try to get into it either okay Um, yeah i would say when i when i was playing it I got a feeling like this was like a mashup. Like if you're trying to visualize the board, think of it like a sieve, a sieve game, right? Like you had the little tiles and you had your people on the sieve game, like on the tiles. And I got the feeling like it was a weird mixture of like a, of like civilization turn-based fighting with the um, unknowing of battleship. <laughs> like you didn't know where people were and yeah. kind of like risk, like turn, like then you like you set the amount of like, then you can like attack people. So I mean, it's very unique. I feel like you could have a lot of fun with it if you were playing with a friend and, you know, strategy and all that stuff. So it could be really fun. But sitting there playing by myself after playing the campaign, I just was like, all right, I'm I'm good. But yeah, I mean, people enjoy different game modes and that type of thing. I really enjoyed it. I thought it's pretty fun. They got different ways you can play. You can you can go out and be aggressive and attack them, or you can sit back and let their sub try to find you and try to sink that. Um, but yeah, it's it's a much different pace than the campaign. Yeah, it's so it just is what it is. But it's not 
that I'm complaining about it, right? I mean, I'll never, I mean, it's great that the game has this mode. I mean, it's always good to have right. more, I think. So, I mean, yes, Periscope Strike was very minimal, but you know what? Steel Commander, it's still good to have it. So, right, exactly. So, I mean, with all that being said, you know, we've covered all these game modes and everything. Um, yeah, that's the game. Should we get into some ratings? Yeah. That's let, the game. That's Steel, that's Steel Diver. Steel Diver. 2011 Steel Diver. There it is, folks. So now we're going to go over what we can do over some uh, some ratings. I've got the love it or suck it ratings. Um, Ooh. And then we can go over our own and we can kind of talk about those different, well, like the different aspects of the game, right? Yeah, for sure. So let, let's jump in. I've got some of the uh, reviews, and this is all from Metacritic. Currently on Metacritic, the critics' review is a 58. The users' review is a 6.2. Okay. So if we're looking at critics, the highest critic score is from Nintendo Power, giving the game an 80. And here is the review from Nintendo Power. Overall... I enjoyed my undersea voyage quite a bit. It may have been short, but it was also very sweet. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's all that's on Metacritic. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest critic score is from Game Shark with a 25. Steel Diver is a very odd choice as a launch game. It's a new IP, which is great, but it doesn't exactly scream mass appeal. The 3D is used effectively, making it look like you're peering into a fish tank, complete with beautifully done dynamic backgrounds, but you can also turn it off and not have the experience change much. Mostly, though, the biggest problem is that it's short, dull, and entirely too easy. While any one of those would cause the game to spring a leak, all three sinks it right to the bottom. And they Ooh. gave it a 25. Harsh. Harsh. Quite harsh. Now we got two user scores. The Love It is from Perman. Gave this game a 10. Ooh, here we go. Perman said, this is great. Really fun and a joy to play something new and wonderful and exciting like this. Superb tight controls. Make this a winner. With a full campaign, time trials, periscope strike challenges, and Steel Commander a strategy game. This has really a lot to offer. I have already spent about four hours with this game, and I'm not half through yet. Thanks to Nintendo for trying something new. And shame, shame, shame on all those crazy people giving this game a bad review. They are not gamers. All love goes to Steel Diver. Wow. That is a true love letter to Steel Diver. I like it. It is. This and man, calling out the haters. He did. You're not gamers. So if you don't like this game, you're not a gamer, according to Permit. Now, it's not what we said. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's what, what he said. That's what he said. That's what he said. We love all, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, the lowest score from a user is a four. I could not find a natural one. So a wow. four by the user. I love FFC. I don't know what that means. This was yeah, my first. <laughs> this was my first 3DS game, and I haven't played it in a long time because there are so many awesome titles that just beat the crap out of it. There are fun modes like sinking the battleships, but are only fun for about 15 minutes. The controls are awful, 
and it's very difficult to maneuver your submarine in story mode, and you occasionally hit into obstacles and enemies and blow up. The missiles are hard to shoot at enemies in story mode and usually cost you health just trying to aim and fire at ships at the surface of the water. The graphics and 3D are average and the water effects are good when you are splashed, but nothing worth wowing. Overall, this game should be avoided to most 3DS owners and eager children should have their parents wait until the price drops to at least $20 or lower, which is unlikely. That's I love FFC. All right. I mean, isn't uh, isn't that the point to bump into <laughs> obstacles and things like that? Yeah, um, I, I feel like I'll, you gotta I, try to avoid it, but I don't know. I feel like that review has you know some opinion in it, as most do. But I think I thought we I think we both thought that the uh, maneuvering around the obstacles is part of the game, part of the fun, right? Yeah. So, well, I know my reviews have no opinion they're all factual so (laughs) boom facts yeah (laughs) all right so you and i decided on a number of things we're going to talk about uh we mentioned this at the beginning gameplay graphics sound slash music uh replay value and we've got controls and i think you rolled that into your gameplay score right yeah all right okay do we want to just go back and forth kyle which each category Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, you can start with gameplay. All right, so gameplay. When you are playing this game, campaign mode, I think you can kind of tell by the way we were talking about it, it is a really fun campaign mode. It starts off and you think it's going to be way too easy, but it really takes a turn. And I found myself enjoying this way more than I ever thought I would. I when I saw this game, I thought, well, you know, we got to do this. We talk about submarine movies. This probably isn't going to be any good. But I had a lot of fun playing this game, actually. I was really pleasantly surprised. I gave that a 9. Out of 10, right? Out of 10. Nice. Now, keep in mind, all my... All these different factors for me will be weighted for a total average. So okay, okay, I'm leaving my. Yeah. I only have a final review score. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, right. Yeah. So it all, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a mystery, right? Maybe I should do that too. Not let these people know. <laughs> Stick around, folks. <laughs> yeah. So are you good on gameplay? I'm good on gameplay. Okay, so and, gameplay. And sorry, I also I also okay. really enjoyed the Steel Commander uh, mode. I thought that was really fun to add in a turn-based strategy game, and I thought that was well done. So now I am done with my gameplay. All righty. So gameplay, it's very unique, very very unique, and I give Nintendo a lot of credit in that regard. I've never played a game like this, and and the 3DS has so many amazing games on that little system. And this is one that I've, I mean, I've never played anything like it, but I can, I can honestly to say, I can see how it's not for everyone. I can see how younger kids could be turned off with what you actually have to do, right? I mean, you're not pressing any buttons. (laughs) You're using the stylus the entire time and it requires you to be quick. And like, I mean, I don't know how you played it, Kyle, but I held it with my left hand and then I had my right hand with the stylus and I was just clicking and dragging sliders as quick as I possibly could with those later missions. So, but again, I I found it fun. 
I had way more fun with this than I ever expected. So Nintendo, you did a damn fine job creating a submarine game like this, making it a launch title for the 3DS. Now, I will say the price point of 40 bucks back then, I could see being steep. But nowadays, as of this review that we're recording, it's 10 bucks on Amazon, which I absolutely think is worth it. So that's a little bit more of my final review, I guess. <laughs> but um, it's a very unique game. Once you learn the controls, it's it's very exciting. And it's very like, I'm edge of your seat, right? I, mean, I don't know about you, but and there's times when like, we talked about the screens flashing red. There's leaks. Mm -hmm. You're clogging the leaks. You're trying to avoid the wall. You're shooting this sub. You got mines. You got airplanes dropping bombs on you. It gets crazy. So I had a it lot does. of fun. Um, gameplay was great. I loved the work with the stylus. I never... It's really, I never found any like glitches in the gameplay at all. Like never any times when I was trying to do something and it wasn't working. So, And I'm glad you brought that up about the price point too, because had I paid $40 for this game, I may have a very different opinion of it. But I want to say I got this, I think I bought my copy on eBay for $4. Ooh. So Even better. I know. So... I got my fun out of it for that amount of money. Uh, graphically, I i mean, we're looking at a, an eight-year-old game at this point on a handheld, you know. So graphics-wise, though, I thought they did a, I thought they did a pretty darn good job. I thought they were good for what they needed to be. Uh, you know, because a lot of side-scrolling, you can do a lot graphically to make side-scrolling look really good. And even when you did the 3D up top with the surface ships, it looked good enough for Periscope Strike. And with Steel Commander, you know, top-down view of a game board looked pretty darn good. So, you're going to give the that's rating? That's about it. Are well, gonna... I don't know if I should now if you're not going to give yours. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll give it a I'll, graphics. I gave it a six. Okay. Okay. So, nothing to write home about, but... Solid. It did not take away from the game for me. I feel like with graphics and visuals, the 3DS can only do so much. And I don't know how this game could have looked any better than it did, if that makes sense, on the 3DS. Yeah, yeah that I makes think sense. The colors were nice. You know, each level kind of had a different theme. Again, the jungle level was my favorite because of the greens and the rainbow and the colors and the tropics. Um, but like each boss looked different. I mean, they took the time to give detail. I didn't see a lot of overused visuals, you know, like the same enemies. Like they changed the look of enemy subs. They changed the look of mines. They, um, the ships looked different. The bosses were all different. So I, I think the visuals were very well done. I think the overall graphics were good. I never found myself looking at them thinking like, oh, this game looks like crap. It's an eight-year-old game. No, I mean... I don't know what 3DS games look like in the in 2019 coming out, but I don't see how they could be that much better than what this game was or is. So I have no problems. I think it was good. All right. Yeah. Uh, sound and music. We'll get into. I got a few clips here. Ooh. That's, I know you're big into music when it comes to games. So here is the theme song to Steel Diver.
pretty epic theme song for a submarine simulation game. Uh, Nintendo, I think, is really well known for getting some great music, especially with the games that we talked about, you know, Legend of Zelda and Super Mario and all that type of stuff. And that's just the menu music. And here's what it sounds like when you start the level. Also, there's a few sound effects in here from me moving around. I wanted you to get a feel for what all you hear in the game. And that little clicking and that type of stuff, that is me moving around the stylish controls that uh, Zach's referring to. Now, however, that music only was there in a level for the first 30 seconds or so, and then it just cuts out, and then you've just got that clicking you're listening to, and you firing torpedoes and all ahead full, reverse full, and, you know, dive and all that type of stuff. So... With that being said, I wish the music was there longer. When it was there, it's really good. Uh, and now I feel like I've got this rated too high for my music. You know? <laughs> so I'm going to put that. Changing it on the spot, Kyle? I'm changing it, man. Whoa. I'm changing it. I'm going to give the music, because it's not there all the time. <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to put it at a six. All right. Thank you for that little shout out. I do appreciate a great soundtrack. I, I I love good soundtracks. Nintendo usually has, they have a great track record of great music. The theme song's good, but I'm going to be honest. That's about the extent of what I enjoyed with the music in this game. I am sitting here and I'm unable. I mean, I know we just listened to what you played, but prior to that, I could not sit here and, and play a tune in my head from this game. There was really nothing memorable about it. And that sucks because <laughs> I feel like there was, there's always room for something really dramatic or exciting or a good boss theme or something. But I just, I got, I got nothing for the sound and the music. And now I will say the sound effects were good. Like that clicking sound, maneuvering the sliders, um, you know, dive, go, you know, surfacing dive. That stuff was good. Um, right. Explosions like that. That part of the game's fine. But in terms of a good tune or a soundtrack or a boss fight theme, I don't think there's like anything. I think that's one part of the game that's really lacking. Um, something I think they could have done better would be like maybe like put a Star Fox spin on this and have like those other two like sub guys or the enemies talking to you or something like in the game. Like, you know how Star Fox does that? I think that, that would have been really good. I think that could have been fun and it might have been like it could have increased the immersion with the storyline. But um yeah, I'm definitely sound and music's definitely going to drop my overall review a little bit. So, wow. Well, it makes me feel like trash for giving it a six. <laughs> uh, and then next, are you good with sound? Oh, yeah. And then next is replay value. Oh, hold on. Sorry. We'll do <laughs> controls first. Um, so, I know you kind of rolled in controls. We can just talk about these just a little bit. Uh, you're, you are using the stylus quite a bit. I actually just finished a game where you use the stylus the entire time, and I'm kind of over. <laughs> I'm, I'm not crazy about using the stylus for everything, but I understand in this game where you need it to kind of delay what you're doing. 
you know, because it's a sub. You can't stop on a dime. You're going to flow forward. And this forces that kind of because you're like, oh, my gosh. And it adds to your urgency, especially when you're trying to put out or stop the leaks and you're just <laughs> you're on a course straight for the wall or something and you need to quick readjust and all that type of stuff. However, when it comes to periscope strike at the end of every single level, you have to use the gyroscope. I'm not crazy about that, especially because the first time I played this, I was on a plane and I looked like an idiot because I'm sitting there in my seat turning, trying to, you know, find the other ships. I'm sure the guy next to me is like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, <laughs> First off, you're over 30 and you're playing this DS. I'm like, back off, man. Uh, but I, all that being said, I enjoyed it for the campaign. Was not crazy about Periscope Strike. Another thing, peel back the layers a bit into my life. I like to kind of like play a game like this. You know, if I was like laying down, maybe like getting ready to go to bed, if I could knock a level out or something like that. But I can't because I have to stand up in the middle of my room and spin around and try to find these different ships. So not crazy about the gyroscope. It happens after every level. But other than that, I enjoyed the sliders, <sighs> even though it made me look like an idiot on a plane. But uh, I'll give it a five. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I kind of talked about the controls. It's definitely... Um, I, I like the stylus, but it's not a, I'm going to sit down and relax on a Sunday afternoon and play a game. I mean, I don't think you can do that with sliders <laughs> or stylus. No. So you really need to be uh, ready to be engaged in the game. Um, you know, and, and if you maybe, maybe you have wrist problems or hand cramps or something, it, it could take its toll. I could see how it could do that constantly gripping uh, the stylus. And if, I mean, I held the, 3ds with my left hand i probably shouldn't have been doing that but i did um so it, it is unique but um i still liked it and uh i don't i don't really have much else to say about the controls you know it's it's definitely i mean you just need to know what you're getting into with the game so right well i do have a special grip for mine Ooh, like uh yeah that i put on the back mainly for when i was playing uh, super smash brothers i was like ooh, i need a grip for this <laughs> Uh, all right, and then final replay value. Uh, you get through the campaign, you're done with it, you've got your best times that we talked about, but like how we just talked about our times, we went back and forth. That's the only time I can see or hear somebody else's times, or if I lend them the game. With online stuff, I really, and especially time trial type things, it is nice to have a leaderboard or something like that where you could see everybody else's and compete against best in the world and just see how you stack up. Something like that. I would have really enjoyed. I don't know how much you'll go back through and play the campaign. I think if you're into strategy, Steel Commander is where your replay value is going to come in. But even once you beat that, uh, the levels aren't, overly crazy however if you had another person to play against as we talked about we we're only playing against ai uh, i could see that but replay value i'm gonna stick it at about a four. Ooh, okay okay i'm probably gonna come in around the same if i had to give it a, a number um 
the ca- the campaign's fun to experience and they kind of force you to re- replay the levels if you want to play the entire campaign right with three subs but it's yeah. not like there's an overall narrative right like it's not like i mean i played through it once I mean, that's it like i don't need to go back and play it again for any reason it's not like i'm gonna hear another good story again it's not like i'm gonna watch another movie that i love again um Steel Commander, like you said, Kyle, I'll just agree with you. I can see how there could be replayability there if you're playing with your friends and you guys just love this game and you just battle each other all the time with it. But this and this is something that Nintendo doesn't have, I think, with any system is achievements, online leaderboard. Like there's not there's like, Kyle, you are a trophy hunter on PlayStation. And I, I am. Nintendo, I do enjoy some good trophies. Nintendo has never really done that. So it's not like Kyle and I are competing to get the best time on Steel Diver and get all the trophies so we can see each other's profiles on our Nintendo accounts, right? Like we don't, right? they don't have that. So, and I think that's something that because Xbox does it, because Sony does it, people are more, you know, they want that. They, they're used to that. And because Nintendo doesn't, it, it hurts a title like this with replayability, so... I, I would agree. And yeah, and I talked about money for 40 bucks. It's steep, but for 10 bucks now or used on eBay, absolutely worth it. So, yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think overall time I've got invested in this game because I look, uh, you know, your 3ds will show you the time. It's like six and a half hours. And for $4, I think I got my money's worth out of it. Exactly. So. And that, and that's something I always, I always like comparing that to Kyle is like entertainment versus value and i always compare it for myself it's like i picture two hours worth about 10 bucks like if i go to the movie theater i have 10 bucks for a ticket and i see a movie for two hours if i'm entertained i'm happy so and with all that you want to do some total ratings here all my scores combined comes out to a weighted total of a 7.1 Woohoo! that's solid yeah I thought so. I mean, like I said, way more fun than I thought it was going to be. So going into this game, I was expecting, honestly, like a four. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) This game was much better than I anticipated. I think Nintendo did a great job making a very engaging submarine game as a launch title for the 3DS that truthfully, I think is underrated. I think it's underrated. And I see a lot of those like 58s, 68s out there or lower scores. And I'm like, no, this is a challenging, unique style of gameplay that I really enjoyed. And at the price it is now, I think is absolutely worth it. So with everything we talked about today, I'm going to come in at a 7.8. Ooh, 7. very 8. generous. Nice. I, I think is worth it. Now, had we been doing this review back in 2011 when this came out, <laughs> Probably not. Right, yeah. If you would have been like, I just spent $40 on this? Yeah. No, no. But in 2019, if you're still playing the 3DS, because it has so many great titles, I think it's worth it. It's definitely worth a playthrough. I would agree. I would definitely agree. And there it is. There it is. And you know what? We said this was going to be short, but it's not. It's not even close. It's not short at all. We're pushing and, an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. So something that also will not be included on this episode, but is uh, noteworthy, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. This game 
did spawn a sequel. So that's for another episode, another time. It's a little but teaser. Other than that. A little teaser for you. Yeah. You got anything else? No, that's it. You know, uh, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. You know, we're still kind of new with these video game kind of style reviews and we don't have like any gimmicky segments, you know, like our, uh, like Submersion does. But I, I hope you liked it. I hope you might even be interested in playing the game. And uh, we got a couple other great ones coming up for you. Um, so stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Submersion. Be sure to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow Mac East Studios on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.